and welcome to How to Adult with Joy, a podcast about adulting and the different milestones that we might go through to becoming an adult and all the challenges that comes. Thank you for joining and please remember to subscribe and follow this podcast. Hi everyone, happy Tuesday. I am a little late recording this. Been a bit tired. Had a full on day. Like after I finished work, um, left a like couple minutes early, you know. To <laughs>、uh, finish all my work today, it was quite busy.、Um, just can't be stuff staying back, to be honest. And oh, I should mention like actually when I woke up this morning, it was so cold. It's like absolutely freezing in Melbourne. So, I think the temperature said it was like three degrees, but I swear it felt colder than that.、Um, I just could not get out of bed. And then when I went to my car, when I finally got to my car, my car was like frozen over. There's literally like a layer of frost all over my car, and the windscreen was completely frozen. I don't really know how to like get rid of the ice, so I just got some tissues and started like scraping off the ice. Um, honestly, I think I should have just used water. It would have been faster, but I scraped off all of this ice. It literally feels like snow.、Um, so bizarre, though.、Uh, it's probably the first time my windscreen has actually frozen over. Luckily, the back one was still okay. So it was only the front one that I had to like, scrub off the ice because I couldn't legit see anything. Normally, like, using the windscreen wipers, you can just wipe away like, the condensation or whatever. And the frost, but this was like ice, ice, ice baby. Um, yeah, so that was a very, very chilly, cold Melbourne morning. And I have a feeling that tomorrow will be the same because it's, it's also going to be lowest is three degrees. It is so cold. Um, yet I heard that this snow is melting in the places where people go to,、uh, skiing and snowboarding. Um, yeah. Don't know. And you know, other updates. I can't believe it's been three years. It has been officially three years since I moved to Melbourne from my little hometown of Adelaide in South Australia. I always get so confused when people ask, so which city in、um, which city in South Australia are you from? Like, obviously, Adelaide's like the main capital city. Of South Australia? <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe they just all think that I'm from regional or whatever, but yeah, I just assumed everyone would think I'm from Adelaide because Adelaide is Adelaide. <laughs> It's like, say you're from Melbourne, I guess you could be from like Ballarat or something, but wouldn't you mention it? Anyway, I digress.、Um, I kind of forgot to think about a topic for this week's podcast. Um, but yeah, it came to me that I was talking to one of my colleagues about this really bad dream that I had on Sunday night. So I had this like really, really like frightening dream. It, I don't know if it's a dream or was it a nightmare. It felt like a nightmare though. Like I literally felt like my adrenaline was rushing all through this dream.、Um, so、uh, in, in summary, like I can't remember all the nitty gritties of it, but it felt like Very real. So、um, I just knew that I was trying to escape from this place, from a place, and I was like 
trying to climb out of the building through like the air air vents or whatever anyway it was a really strange dream where i thought there was not enough food we were trapped i was locked up and there was no freedom so somehow through my imagination in my dream i don't know how i didn't realize i was dreaming but i imagined that i had a tesla and i was driving the tesla and somehow i appeared as if i was driving the tesla maybe this is because i watched the barbie movie and i've been listening to the billy eilish song um i forgot what it's called now the song from barbie um the one that's talking about how she just realizes she's not real and that she's just something to be bought anyway so I, I somehow escaped um i was driving a car and then i was like hmm shouldn't i try to fly so i tried flying my car but then i was like why don't i just imagine that i'm in a plane and i somehow changed into a plane and then i flew into the sky and somewhere just a portal appeared portal appeared to another dimension or world where I thought it would be safer. So I go into this new world uh, and I met up with someone that was actually like one of my colleagues from work. I don't know how she she came up in my dream um, and she was like, oh yeah, one of my friends told me about this place. And then she was like warning me, by the way, watch out for the pork patrol. And I was like, pork patrol? You mean the cute dogs? And she's like, yeah, but they're giant dogs and they can step on you and you squish you. So I was like, what the fuck? So I've escaped from one place where I was trapped and into another place where I could be killed any time by gigantic dogs. Okay, that's fine. Anyway, in the meantime, I think it was somebody's birthday. I don't know whose birthday. Was it my birthday or someone else's birthday? But they were like, can we, can we take some photos for you? I reckon this has got something to do with me going out on Saturday, no, sun, Sunday, is it Saturday or Sunday, maybe, sa- oh yeah, sad- Saturday night, I went out for what, what was supposed to be Melbourne's best ramen joint, so it's called Tokyo Mensho, um, apparently they've won a, or they're listed for a Michelin star for one of their ramens, which is, I think they're Tori Pantan, it was delicious, how about I ordered the matcha one <laughs> to be a wee- weirdo and yeah, so I wished I got it the Michelin star one, but you know, for the gram, I've got to order different things and I did get to try the soup of the one that had a Michelin star, so yeah, and I also forgot to mention I did wait in line for an hour and 20 minutes before I could go in. Um, I don't regret starting to line up at 4pm to get in at 520 because the line behind us was really really long and i think you would be waiting up to one hour and a half if you didn't come earlier to line up anyway i digress um so yeah on that night we had uh ramen and then we went to get misu which is like this cheap place for drinks and soft serve and sundays and stuff so went there and then after i was we were like it was super early because we lined up like 4 p.m and we finished our ramen like six and then we're like in the city and i was like what did you do and i was like oh let's go karaoke so i went to coin karaoke so fun like i have not been to karaoke with more than one person in like forever and yeah so fun having two people uh, two other people singing there and we sang like pretty much 
majority of Japanese songs, uh, with the exception of Let It Go by Frozen. Ugh, I mean, whatever the person who sang it. Um, from the Frozen movie. And also Despacito. And one Taylor Swift song, actually. I didn't choose that one. Someone else did. But yeah, we have sang three English songs and the rest are all Japanese. And like... Yeah, I think it's a really good way to practice Japanese is by forcing yourself to hang out with Japanese people and singing Japanese karaoke in Japanese. Good way to practice your hearing and speaking. And listening. My listening is really crap. I feel like I can't understand when people are talking in their like, very fast speech. If they talk to me slow, I can maybe catch some words. But when they're talking conversational to each other, I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? All I hear is random words that I understand, that I understand, but I don't know this full sentence. Anyway, after karaoke, I was like, oh, do you want to go take sticker photos, lols? And so there's Hannah film right next to Coin Karaoke. And it's not really sticker photos because they're not stickers they're actually pretty much like a photo booth photo um so yeah basically like it's ten dollars and you get two copies of the photos so now i can appreciate all of the photo booths that i've been to like they're charging freaking ten dollars each photo um anyway they have some props and shit and like you can just bring the props into the room and then take the photo it's basically a photo booth um so they're called a Hannah film and you can kind of like choose the design so you got a bit more flexibility of which photos you choose and there's a time limit for everything so yeah just to be aware of that like um if you do go um make your choices otherwise you won't get to choose um yeah so I think that's probably why it appeared in my dream that I was taking photos and for some reason, I must have been thinking of, like, Harry Potter in my dream. Because, like, the photos moved. So, like, the photos of me, but, like, I was moving, like, 360 degrees. So interesting. And that, when I realised, when I left that place and I was like, is this place even better than, like, where I came from? I realised I had escaped from one hell and entered a different one. But, you know, could have been better, but, yeah. Um... I don't know if it's a metaphor for life is where like you think you're escaping from one place and you're going to go to a better place. But when you actually get there, you realize it wasn't as good as it seemed and you're still kind of trapped in a way, but in a different way. You're not trapped within the walls of what's locking you in there, but you're trapped by what is outside. You're not able to freely go outside anymore, but I don't think you were freely able to go outside before anyway. Um, anyway, I told, I woke up absolutely exhausted on Monday that I was actually tempted to call in sick because I felt so tired and exhausted and I woke up late for work. Um, I normally wake up at 6.30, around 6.25, 6.30, uh, and I woke up 7.05 that day and I was like, holy shit, I am late. Um, and I, yeah, I spoke to one of my colleagues about it. Like I was saying, I was like, I'm so tired because I've had bad sleep um, the restless dreams just made me, like, not be able to have good quality sleep, and my colleague told me, like, the dream only lasts, like, probably, like, a minute or two in real life, but it feels so fast in your dreams, it feels like the timeline of time does not pass the same when you're dreaming at night, and an interesting thing that my colleague brought up was lucid dreaming, apparently he can lucid dream, 
so he has some control of what happens in his dream. And I think that's so cool. Like, I've never been able to do lucid dreaming, but occasionally I can wake myself up by telling myself, this is just a dream. Always bizarre stuff happens and it makes me feel like so anxious and like paranoid. And it's like, is this real or is this just a dream? And once you repeat those words, magically somehow you wake up and you're like, fuck, I'm early for work. And it's only like 12 p.m., 12 a.m. or 1 a.m. Um, yeah, so lucid dreaming, I'll be interested to hear if anyone has tried it or has been able to do it. I read somewhere that you just have to keep in the forefront of your mind that you want to lucid dream before you sleep. I don't know how that works, but that's apparently one of the ways you're supposed to get into lucid dreaming is just keep repeating to yourself that you want to do it before you sleep. <sighs> anyway, I've rambled on and on about, you know, what happened in one week. Um, I mean, I haven't actually done much. So, oh yeah, I was going to say, like, my other question for things to be discussed in society, norms in society, which I think is questionable and that I don't ultimately support all the time, is what are your thoughts on shared presence that presence for the group to chip in, like whoever just make who buys the thing, like they kind of have all control of the budget, and then everyone else just has to pay them back. So I was having some discussion with my friends. So we're all invited to this combined birthday party on Friday night this week. Um, it's a badminton friend. I'm only close to like one of the girls that is in that party. Um, the guy, I don't know that well, but we do play badminton together. Um, and the third girl is one that I don't even talk to, not even friends on Facebook, which just means that we're not friends in real life. And I'm expected to chip in a pres- present, chip in for a present for them. Um, so yeah, like, I'm just thinking like, chipped in presents are great sometimes. Like I've, the badminton bag that I use right now was a gift for my 21st birthday. And that was over 12 years ago. And that was, yeah, a group of badminton friends got me that. And I was really, really happy with it. And I still use it. Um, but sometimes, you, like my other, my friend said, she, when, when it was her birthday, she complained that she just got a shirt and a bag. Whereas, like... I think for the girl that's having her birthday this Friday, well, she's already had a birthday, but her birthday party, I think they're spending over $300 on her PJs and then another $200 Lululemon card, which apparently means it's like $35 each per person. And um, that's a lot of money <laughs> to spend on a birthday gift. And it's not even a big birthday either. She's only turning 29, so what are they going to do when she turns 30? But yeah, I'm just like intrigued by like, how do you match the cost for every gift? Like for some of the gifts, it's going to be less like 25 or 17 or whatever. But yeah, how do you justify like spending so much in a gift for, for a gift for a, in a group setting? Like, don't people have budgets? Because <laughs> 35 is quite pricey for one of the three gifts. 
So I've only opted to chip in for with t- uh, two other people for the girl that I don't really know because I honestly don't know what to get her because I don't even know her. So I've had to chip in $22 for that. And then I s- bought a gift for the friend that I actually know. Um, that was $23.50. And then for the guy who plays badminton that I know kind of, I just got him some badminton socks because you can't go wrong with it if you're a badminton player. And that was $16.50 or something like that. And so all together, I probably spent close to more than $60, around $60 for all of these gifts for people who would never even celebrate my birthday. Um, And that's probably because I hide my birthday. I don't tell anyone it's my birthday. Um... So I don't expect any gifts back from them, but it's kind of like, uh, I mean, I didn't join in for the combined gifts, but it's just a lot of money to to put onto a present, and they might not even like it, like the girl who got the shirt and the bag. And um, I think that's all I have to say for this for this episode. Just interesting discussions to have. So. Like, sometimes I'm like, why wasn't I invited to this, or like, um, you know, like, wedding, or whatever. Sometimes you feel that, like, bit of FOMO when everyone else is talking about it, and then you're just like, oh, I'm not invited. But then, when you uh, when I am invited, I'm also like, I don't want to spend money on a gift, like, I want to socialise, like, I just want to go home and sleep. Because, like, Friday is after work, so I hella probably be tired. Um, but yeah, when I'm invited, I'm not happy. When I aren't invited, I'm not happy too. But honestly, I'm like, I'm like, low-key, I'm such a homebody and like, this is why it's so hard for me to go out and date because I just want to stay home all the time. Last Saturday, I had a great night out with two friends. And that was probably one of the few times that I've gone out to the city at night, so... Yeah, I mean, once I'm out, I'm, I'm fine. It's just the process and the acceptance that I can't stay at home, watch Netflix, have the heater on. Sometimes you just have to go out and socialise, and that takes a whole lot of energy out of an introvert. Anyway, I've rambled long enough. It's time to go to sleep because I started recording late. I'll talk to you guys all next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of How to Adult with Joy. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast and give us a five-star review. Thank you.